Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. Welcome on into the Wolverine Recruiting Show. Clayton Safey here with EJ Holland and Tim Verghese. This is our signing day preview special. We'll give some uh, predictions on what's going to go down here. Uh, some signing day fireworks for the Michigan Wolverines. Of course, follow all of signing day at thewolverine.com for just $1 for an entire year. Still running that deal for our signing day special here. But uh, let's get into it. Michigan's got a number of guys that they're target- targeting here at the end of the cycle that could potentially pull the trigger and sign with the Wolverines, and then we'll talk at the end a little bit about some potential surprises, which could include uh, some commits that are on the fence a little bit, so we'll get to that later on. But EJ, let's start with some of the top targets, Uh, and we'll start on the offensive side of the ball at wide receiver. Darius Clemens uh, is a guy that has been trending in recent days. Uh, Four-star wide receiver out of Oregon. What are you hearing on that front? Yeah, I think Darius Clemens uh, is a guy that ends up in the class. I put in a prediction yesterday, as did Tim. Uh, He made an official visit over the weekend, really enjoyed his time on campus. He's actually a childhood friend of Andre Anthony. He grew up in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, He's familiar with the state. He's familiar with the program. And I think Ron Bellamy and Josh Gaddis have done a tremendous job in this recruitment, and they overtook Auburn. Uh, so heading into signing day, I, I predict Michigan to go ahead and land Darius Clemens, who's a big bodied outside wide receiver and fills a position of need since Michigan only has one wide receiver commit right now in Tyler Morris. No doubt. And Tim, let's stick with wide receiver. A guy, Amarion Walker, uh, who is committed to Notre Dame. And for a while now, he's been a guy we've talked about as a potential flip to Michigan. Uh, but tomorrow, Wednesday is the last day, really, if he's going to sign in this early period, which he is, uh, for Michigan to land him. Uh, what do you think the Wolverines' uh, chances are there? Yeah, I mean, this one, uh, this one, you know, remains kind of coming down to the wire here. You know, I think there's confidence on both sides that uh, Notre Dame or Michigan could land a Morion Walker. You know, I think LSU and Alabama push, especially since Brian Kelly moved down to LSU. Uh, I don't, I don't think either school really has a serious chance there. I think this is this is a Notre Dame and Michigan battle, but you know, whenever there's LSU and Alabama involved in in a recruiting battle, you can never really. Uh, take them out. Um, but I, we still have confidence that uh, Michigan's going to be able to land Walker. I mean, it's a big ad. Uh, you know, he can kind of play both sides of the ball. So, uh, you know, Michigan is is really pushing there. Um, so we still feel good that Michigan's going to land him, but this one's going to come down to the wire for sure. No doubt. And then sticking with offense, EJ, another storyline that we've talked about for quite a while. Uh, you know, Michigan has Jaden Denegal committed in this class. He will sign. Uh, but are they going to take a second quarterback? You know, Denegal is not an elite guy. Uh, you know, the quarterback room is talented, but a little bit on the more, you know, thin side of things. Now we have Alex Orgy, a guy who's popped up, kind of come off the board at different times, committed to Virginia Tech. Uh, he's back in the mix, it seems like. What are your thoughts on what could happen uh, with him? Yeah, so Michigan dropped out of the uh, race for Bryce Archie, who's committed to Coastal Carolina. He was signed with Coastal Carolina. So the lone guy on the quarterback board is Alex Orgy, who committed. To Virginia Tech, who committed to Virginia Tech in the offseason. He made a, an official visit to Michigan over the weekend. Obviously, Virginia Tech had some coaching changes. Um, Michigan in a good spot 
spot here. They they are still uh, the Orgy family is still deciding on what to do. Uh, they really value academics, so that gives Michigan, uh, you know, a nice little bump there. But their familiarity uh, with Virginia Tech, having been committed so long, is something that's weighing on their mind. Uh, so right now, as of this second, as we record this video, the family has not made a decision. I talked to Alex Orgy's dad last night. Uh, so they're still weighing their options. Alex is a big athletic dual threat quarterback with the flexibility to play multiple positions. So uh, I think he would be an interesting addition late. No doubt. Uh, let's flip to the defensive side of the ball. A massive target, uh, literally and figuratively. Deion Walker, a guy who trended towards Michigan, it seemed like, in the summer, didn't pull the trigger. Uh, then started to flirt with some of those teams down south, made his official visit to Kentucky over the weekend. But Mich Michigan looks like got the final word, getting him back for an unofficial visit uh, late Sunday night. EJ, your thoughts on Deion Walker. Is this going to happen here? Uh, you know, one of the top targets for a long time. I put in a prediction for Deion Walker last night. It was a little bit of a lower confidence level just because Walker's recruitment has been a little all over the place in recent months and Kentucky had a lot of momentum going into the weekend. In fact, going into the weekend, I didn't think there was a chance that Michigan was going to land Walker. I thought he was full steam ahead to Kentucky. The fact that Michigan got him back on campus after his official visit to Kentucky speaks volumes, especially since he made a midweek official visit to Michigan. Uh, the work that Steve Klinkscale has done on the back end of this recruitment has been phenomenal. Obviously, Michigan is closer to home. Uh, Michigan offers a way better education than Kentucky. Michigan's a way better football program than Kentucky. I think Kentucky's done a better job with NIL. Uh, but at the end of the day, Michigan's giving Dion every reason to stay close to home. Hi, this is Jonathan from Lewis Jewelers. If you're in the market for a diamond, we can make the experience easy and stress-free. Not to mention we can save you time and money. As a general manager, one of my roles is to hand-select every diamond that comes into our store. Don't shop alone. Come see me or one of my trusted advisors and find the perfect diamond today. Where Ann Arbor gets engaged, Lewis Jewelers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so that'll be definitely one to watch, one that we've been watching for months and could come down to the wire here. As you mentioned, pick is in there for Michigan to land Deion Walker. Uh, Tim, back to you for another defensive lineman, Derek Moore, uh, 6'4", 250, out of St. Francis Academy in Baltimore, Maryland, and with Biff Pogey, uh, Michigan's assistant head coach on staff. That's where things get a little dicey. Yeah, um, you know this this is this was one recruitment where we we didn't even think we really had to get involved. Um, and then over the weekend, uh, Michigan hosted more on a visit after he decommitted from Oklahoma. He was a long time Oklahoma has been committed for about six months or seven months or so. Uh, but obviously, after Lincoln Riley left, he decommitted. Uh, this one's yeah. There's there's a little bit of a uh, um, an issue with the IWP rule, which essentially states you know you can't uh, bring in a recruit when you have a uh, 
of a, a person involved with him for in this instant pogi his high school coach um who has like coached him in the last two years or would have coached him in the, in the previous two years um and technically because pogi was on staff at st francis until uh early earlier this year uh you know it technically falls under that rule so um, they're working through that. They're, they're trying to apply for a waiver. They're trying to figure things out. Ole Miss is another school to watch if uh, if things with Michigan fall through. But if things with Michigan, if they're able to get a waiver and get things cleared, I feel confident that Michigan's going to be able to land Derek Moore. So, yeah, that would be another big one. Uh, another huge target, Keon Saab, former Clemson safety commit, uh, who decommitted shortly after Brent Venables, defensive coordinator there, took the Oklahoma head coaching job. But he's a guy that's had Michigan interest for a long time, uh, including you know going to Michigan for the Ohio State game, kind of a under-the-radar visit there, even when Venables was still at Clemson, uh, violated their no-visit policy. Uh, what are you hearing on Keon Saab? Yeah, things are actually really quiet on the Saab front, and I think it's by, by design. They're trying to build some intrigue ahead of a Wednesday decision. Um, the last thing we heard is LSU, Penn State, Texas A&M, Ohio State are also involved in this recruitment. Uh, Penn State and A&M, if I had to give anyone else a fighting chance against Michigan right now, I'd say Penn State and, and Texas A&M both hosted him on official visits over the summer. So there's some familiarity there. But Michigan was the only school outside of Clemson that he visited during the the, the, the actual football season. Uh, and Michigan's had all the momentum in this recruitment since he visited for the Ohio State game. Uh, that momentum only grew when he decommitted. So I I still feel good. I know EJ still feels good about Michigan's chances in landing him. But, um, you know, it, this one this one's going to be until he officially announces and signs, we won't know for sure. EJ, a guy that people aren't talking as much about, but an in-state kid that Michigan could potentially land here at the end of the cycle. Uh, Cohen Entringer, um, you know, out of Walled Lake, Michigan. I know you're going to see him later on today, but I guess what are your thoughts on him right now? Yeah, Cohen Entringer is one of the more interesting recruitments this cycle. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't talk about him. He's kind of just a guy that popped up late, a, a three-star athlete that projects as a defensive back. Uh, he made official visits to Iowa and Wisconsin along with Michigan. Uh, obviously, Michigan uh, on the surface would make the most sense just being closer to home. Uh, being a premier program in the Big Ten and having the season that they're having. But you look at the defensive back class that Michigan is bringing in, and I think that might give him a little reason uh, to worry. The path to playing time might be easier at, at Iowa or Wisconsin. So I think Entrigger's weighing all of that right now as we head into uh, into signing day. Another guy that people are asking about as we kind of get into the surprises uh, section of this. Keontae Goodwin, the five-star offensive tackle. Uh, I'll kind of lump this entire question with him and then any other surprise that you expect. Again, some surprises are surprises to everybody as well. You never know on signing day how things could kind of, you know, shake out. But I guess, what are you expecting on that front? And then in just the fact that, you know, are you expecting anything to, uh, you know, I guess you, it was signing day, you got to expect the unexpected. But uh, your thoughts on, I guess, maybe someone else popping up late. I know Michigan's a little short on numbers. Yeah, I mean, Michigan has been involved with Keontae Goodwin for a little while. They didn't really become a major player uh, until this fall. They hosted him for the game against Ohio State. Uh, but that recruitment is very NIL-driven, and 
I just, I mean, I would be very surprised if Michigan's able to get Keontae Goodwin. If Michigan gets Keontae Goodwin, man, uh, give Coach Klink a raise because that would be uh, one hell of a late steal. Uh, but right now, I, I would expect him to end up elsewhere. Uh, you know, Michigan has had some contact with with guys that have been committed elsewhere here and there. Um, you know, I know they reached out to, to Dalen Everett, who was committed to Clemson, uh, another elite level defensive back, but they just, you know, with it being so late, they weren't able to get uh, any of these guys that we haven't talked about on campus. So as of this second, I'm not expecting a surprise, but you just never know with signing day. And then, you know, as far as the uh, actual commits in the class, I think everyone's pretty much locked in. We did have some question marks about Deuce Burlock. Um, you know, Florida made a late run with, with some of their new staff members and uh, Auburn continued to be involved. Clemson continued to be involved there. He did put out a tweet that he's signing early, but ominously left out that he's signing with Michigan early. So we're continuing to keep an eye on that. But I know George Hilo had some really positive conversations with him this week. Um, and then Kevontae Henry uh, on 300 edge rusher commit visited Washington over the weekend, was very, very close to Courtney Morgan. I wouldn't be surprised if he flips to Washington on uh, on signing day or or before that. Michigan is fighting to keep him, but uh, anytime a commit makes a visit somewhere else this close to signing day, it's a it's a real reason for concern. And then finally, we'll have you know we'll, we'll be as a staff kind of out at a couple of these ceremonies, getting a bunch of coverage there. So keep an eye out for that at thewolverine.com. But EJ, uh, real quick before we go. Uh, tell the people why they should use that $1 deal at thewolverine.com and uh, what kind of coverage you have planned. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll be out on the road, as Clay said. Clay uh, will be at the Dion Walker ceremony. Uh, he'll also be at the Will Johnson ceremony. Tim will be uh, putting up a ton of content throughout the day uh, over at the Wolverine. And then I will be on the road in Chicago, Lansing, Kenneth Grant, uh, Jimmy Rolder and Tyler Morris. And then we'll also have a, a, a ton of coverage from what should be a really busy day for Michigan as all the guys we talked about are set to announce on Wednesday. And uh, yeah, we'll have full in-depth coverage over there and uh, we'll have a, a running thread all day. We'll have a live show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely. So that's our show. Join us over at thewolverine.com for $1 for one year and uh, we'll see everyone next time. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.